0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the Knicks Mailbag. This is episode 41. I am joined today by Drew, aka Doug Doug. What's going on?
1: Uh, not much, just uh just got home, have a nice glass of water with me and I'm ready to answer mailbag questions for our for our patrons. Nice. Nice glass of water.
0: Just,
1: uh, getting the evening started off right. That's that's what you gotta you gotta hydrate before the uh the next game, you know? Right, right, right. Gotta gotta make sure you stay hydrated.
0: But before we get started, uh I do need to mention Strickland does have a Patreon now. You can find it at patreon.com slash Strickland or on our homepage at thestrick.land. dot land. Pot Strickland on Monday is still free, draft strickland is still free, Alex, Zach, and Matt's mail.bag is still free, and we will likely be adding another free podcast to lineup at some point. Also, if you subscribe to the Patreon $9 tier or above, uh, you will get access to my solo podcast and also exclusive weekly articles from both Jack Huntley and Matthew Miranda, uh, two of the best Knicks writers and flat-out basketball writers uh, out there today. Uh, If you want even more access to us, you can join the $15, $30, $50, or $100 tiers, which include a ton of benefits, ranging from watch parties, sitting in on pod recordings, guest appearances on podcasts and even potentially hosting a podcast alongside yourself. Alongside myself, I should I guess I should say. Uh but no matter what, if you're a Patreon patron or not, we thank you for your support. Uh none of this would be possible without you. And without further ado, let's get back to the podcast. Uh all right, let's get started. Uh first question, uh, this one is from prigioni MVP agenda. Uh, with the extra size slash defense in the starting lineup and some minutes on the bench freed up, do you think Ob gets the biggest minutes bump, or do you think it'll be someone else, or do you think it'll be someone else, maybe Grimes? It's
1: <clears throat> it's probably going to be Grimes. I don't really see Ob getting like a huge minute bump unless we we've heard Tibbs on the um on like post game stuff being like Ob needs to rebound a little better. So until like that happens, I think he's going to really stick to him obi playing the four he doesn't really want randall being the five too much i think there could be some some games where that will happen but i feel like grimes is going to get the uptick than anyone else because we're assuming that uh kemba walker is like out out of the rotation so that means they, they may cut the rotation short Shorter in terms of the guards, but if they want to keep it at 10-man rotation, Grimes is going to get the minutes.
0: Yeah, um, I I tend to agree. Uh, I will say that he said a few things in that press conference uh, related to but He said he wanted to keep things largely the same from what they had done against Atlanta. Um, But obviously, Rose didn't play that game. Neither did Noel or... uh, Or no, sorry. No, No, Noel didn't play, and Taj was out also uh so Mm -hmm. you know those are you know we'll see how that all works out when they're all healthy but like uh that would indicate some level of trust in grimes um if he wants to keep things the same from that game uh but he also mentioned tightening it up so i don't know what that means does that mean that grimes is like the situational guy who will play every now and then when he feels like we need whatever it is that he brings which you know defense three point shooting, rebounding, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but yeah, I mean I think he's like the obvious kind of candidate there. Um and uh, you know, the OB thing is interesting because like you said, uh Tib has hinted at it multiple times that it seems to be more about rebounding now than it is about necessarily rim protection. Um I do think OB has been rebounding a little bit better lately, at least more actively. Uh he's still obviously su- susceptible to getting boxed out, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right right term. Not necessarily getting boxed out, but he's susceptible to getting um, kind of pushed out of position. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's probably one of those two guys uh, because I I don't think, I don't know if quickly can really like, I mean, I guess he could play more. Uh, He probably will play more now. Um, Rose obviously can play more, but like those are the two guys, Obi and Grimes, that you would kind of figure are are more most likely to to see a a minutes bump. Um, it's really hard. I mean, I again quickly could be the other guy, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think it'll be, I think it'll be Grimes. Um, but Ob, yeah, possibly. Um, you know, if he keeps playing at the level he's playing at, rebounds a little bit better. I I think he's going to force tips his hand. So
1: we'll see how that goes. Yeah, because unless. Um, there's going to be, like, minutes cutting for Rose, right? Because we're assuming that Rose is going to come back, like, as the backup point guard in the rotation when he's healthy. So, like, unless they're cutting Rose minutes, I don't see quickly, like, getting a bump unless there's, like, an active cut or an injury. So it has to be one of, like, those two because Rose is coming in. I think is going to be interesting if the plan is going to be more like the Hawks game is going to be how much switching – he's going to do with Rose. I, I think Rose will be fine with the switching defense, but it will be interesting to watch how that um, unfolds during the regular season with Rose potentially switching out to different people. Yeah, definitely agree with you there. Um, all right,
0: next question. This one is from editor-in-chief himself, Alex Wolf. Ah, uh, if you could hit the undo button on one move the Knicks have made thus far in the Leon era, could be a front office move, Tibbs' decision, etc.
1: What would it be? I don't think I'm undoing any of the moves because every move has made sense. Like, even though the Kemba Walker thing didn't work, this out, is the whole Leon era,
0: a... all of it.
1: Yeah, but even I don't think there is one that I would like specifically undo, mainly because like whatever move specifically happen like did get the knicks into this specific place and time and i think they are in a very good place both like in the immediate and long term so there isn't really anything i would do that's actually that like i guess not <laughs> sign noel but like that's that'd be like the only thing but to me that's not even that big of a deal to me because it's like i don't hate noel as much as everyone else does
0: um uh, this is easy for me. It, it would very obviously be not starting Alfred Payne for an entire fucking season. Um, that was a terrible decision at the time. It was terrible when it was happening. Um, it is probably the reason they felt like they needed to sign Kemba Walker. Um, which not a huge deal, but um is a mistake. Um, and yeah, that's fair. Is one that could have easily been avoided uh, if we had just played the good players more last year. Um. And it also, you know, it also led to, uh, you know, look, Frank obviously left in the offseason. I thought the easy fix with that rotation last year was either starting quickly or Rose sliding Frank in to that bench spot uh, and going in there. Um, Maybe we keep him. I don't think it's a huge deal that he's not there, but uh, it was a mistake. And ultimately it cost them uh a 22 year old player who yes flawed offensively has you know he's not anywhere near a perfect player definitely has utility definitely would be useful on a team like this that has it is not exactly deep on the wing um i think that that definitely qualifies as a mistake and it's a mistake that again uh it's not like none of them in isolation none of the ramifications of it in isolation are huge um signing Kemba to two years 18 million and and letting Franco these are not moves that are necessarily going to set back the franchise in any serious way but they are mistakes and they're mistakes that come from the place of starting Alfred Bain for an entire fucking season um and not giving yourself the chance to see what quickly could do with the starters what Rose might have done with the starters shit he's starting Burks right now with the starters so like you know could have just maybe you could just do that last year and have Frank play where Brooks did. Like it there's it just it, it's just such a bad decision at that time. And um you know, uh maybe they let Frank go either way, but no matter how you feel about that, uh there's no question that based on current evidence, signing Kemba Walker was a mistake. Uh and maybe it's one that you don't make. Uh you know, look, they, they obviously took a shot um uh, on a former All-Star who they thought maybe could get right here. Maybe he still does. I, I don't know. I, I'm skeptical, but you know, seasons are long. You never know what happens. Um but uh based on current evidence, that was a mistake. And it was a mistake that they made because they felt that they needed to upgrade the point guard situation, and now we're looking at it and it seems like the point guard situation is fine. It's good. Uh even without Kemba, Because quickly made a leap. Burks is versatile, Rose is Rose, like, you know, um Sure, maybe, you know, obviously you could still use an upgrade there potentially, but, um, you know, Kemba wasn't necessarily a certified upgrade. It was a calculated risk, and maybe they don't have to calculate that risk if they just made the obvious decision last year. Um, So that would be the one that I I would hit undo on. Uh, If there was another, probably... Yeah, I mean, I I, I would probably say the, the Noel thing, not because I think he sucks, but I just wish we had a center who was a big bigger, um, set screens better. Um, shout out Jericho Sims, who actually set screens. Um, I just think we needed a different, I, I just wanted a different profile of center um, to, to come in instead of keeping Noel. But yeah, that's not really like, like I'm not sitting there like, oh my God, this, what a regretful move. And I'm not, I don't really regret, Signing Kemba, I just think that is the result of what happened last year with Alfred Bate.
1: To be fair, I to myself, I didn't realize Alex was asking about tips decisions, in that I was thinking it was strictly like a front office, big picture management thing. So, um, that's that's what I get for not uh, being literate with yeah. the questions, but uh, yeah, no, the Payton one it is pretty obvious. But, like, I do think, though, like, even with Peyton, like, the idea of, like, losing Frank, like, it's really not that big a deal, even though I would have, I'd much rather him on this team, even, like, right now on this team.
0: In, well, I'd much rather game. have him
1: on this team than Kemba. Right, exactly. Like, there's, like, these, like, little things I would rather have, but they're also, to me, like, not. I don't think they're, like, massive franchise-altering decisions. The Peyton one is going to always be interesting because just given how quickly has developed like how we saw him as a rookie we're like oh he's a lot better than we expected then he's taking another leap this year it would be interesting to determine whether or not like him like quickly being on the bench has resulted into him like finding the motivation to improve so that would be an interesting like ramification to like potentially dive into like that side effect it was actually a good thing that quickly came off the bench, but definitely from like a basketball standpoint and even like a fan perspective, just watching the games it would have been much, much better. Just having quickly in rows, take up all 48 point guard minutes and call it a day.
0: The other thing too, is it, it also like, I mean, you could have just started Frank um, instead of fucking paying. So even if you end up making the Kemba mistake, Um, which again, I I hate making it sound like it's some like fucking major thing. It's really not. But, um, if you end up making that same decision, it's like less because of your own stupidity and more just because you Mm -hmm. took a chance on like you, you watched the full season. Frank obviously would not have been the answer at point guard. Um, but. You would have been like, okay, well, we need it. We need to upgrade a point guard, and that's why we're making this move. Um, whereas, like with Peyton, it's like, yeah, we did need to make an upgrade a point guard, but now because quickly he's made the leap, quickly he's made, you're kind of sitting there like, well, why didn't we just play him more last year? Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is.
1: But anyway, and that's like, and that's, and that's currently the uh, the main issue with the Knicks right now, right? It's just basically like, why aren't we just playing quickly yeah, more? Right? And it, it, it's going, it's it's going to be very interesting for like the next i'll say like quarter of the season what's gonna what's gonna happen with this team like is the burks thing actually gonna work out or are we just gonna sit here and continue being like yeah even though burks is fine and better than uh kemba like quickly still the answer at point garden they're still not doing it and like what's the hold up there so that's gonna be interesting
0: yeah
1: definitely with you um all right next question
0: uh this is from Jax 365 with the Kemba news coming out yesterday, Monday, do you see the front office moving him, and for what?
1: I don't... I don't know. especially Because Kemba has two fully guaranteed years. It's, it's not a lot of money, but he has two fully guaranteed years. And he looks pretty washed out there, at least in terms of like playing the role that he needs to play for the Knicks. Now, maybe if he's in a different team coming off the bench it would be better for him and he won't look as washed as he currently does but like i don't know like what team is like clamoring for a point guard especially like one who is you know small coming off the the knee stuff i i don't even know how it would work unless like the lakers are desperate because like the westbrook experiment like needs, you know, they need someone who can actually shoot the ball. Kemba can still shoot, like, I guess the Lakers, but it's like what do they have that's worth it? Like I I I don't know. I guess they're going to try to move him. I just don't see a, a realistic team that would make sense. Um yeah, I mean, I think there'll be some interest
0: in him. Um like yeah, I, you know, he's definitely not what he was, but I think there'll be a team that looks at him and they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, if we we put him in um take him we put him on the bench and, and use him in that capacity um you know that that can work for us i the guy i just keep coming back to just because i i think it's inevitable that he gets traded is eric gordon um he also has a big expiring contract effectively next season um because his money for the 2023-24 20, season is not guaranteed so next the next mm-hmm. year of his deal is effectively the last year of his deal if you want it to be uh switch look we know that the knicks are in some way or form uh trying to eventually have the salaries to make trade for a star i think that he obviously gives you another salary to throw in there uh one bigger than kemba the knicks uh also have a kevin knox expiring that they are they can throw into any trade um so you know, uh, just salary wise, looking at it, Kemba and Knox is enough to match Eric Gordon in, in trade the salary. Uh, that saves the Rockets something like four and a half million this year. Uh, and it also saves them plenty of money next year because Knox is expiring and Kemba makes 10 million less than Eric Gordon does next year. Um, so I think that would be appealing to Tillman for Titta uh i also think that you know you can just sweeten the pot throw in a couple of second round picks the Knicks have acquired plenty um these are ways to use them so i would be very comfortable doing that i think eric gordon is a pretty solid player i i like the way he sh- I, I think you know i don't really care what percentage he shoots he's shooting like something like 42 or 43 percent or something from this year um but he's like a pretty rugged guy he can switch multiple positions a lot easier than kemba can uh, he's demonstrated mm-hmm. that in the playoffs he's been a key cog on actual good very good teams very good defensive teams and offensive teams in his career uh his spacing is very very real uh he is willing to shoot from 25 30 feet and teams have to honor him uh even if he doesn't shoot the greatest clip uh teams honor his spacing uh we obviously know that's pretty key with this team uh and if the knicks mm-hmm. are going down this path of like we're not necessarily we don't have Uh, a true point guard, quote-unquote, at this point. So let's just get as many guys who can drill a pass shoot and see what happens. Um, I think Gordon makes a lot of sense. I think he would fit into that starting lineup pretty well. Um, And then you can maybe throw Burks back in to that bench unit, uh, and Grimes goes back to being the 11th man. Uh, Is that ideal? Is that, you you know, you want to create pathways for your young guys, like Grimes and McBride? Yeah, sure. But, like, you also, you know if you can effectively get a guy like Gordon for not that much, I think that's a pretty good deal. Uh, and I would be very willing to do that if I were the Knicks now is Houston going to get better offers? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, he's playing really well this year, but what team is going to give you a first for Eric Gordon? I I'd be kind of surprised. Uh, is there a team that's going to give you a legitimate prospect for Eric Gordon at age 32, making that money? I, I don't think so. Um, so I kind of feel like what the Knicks would be offering is a pretty decent offer. And look, we already saw what they did with Rose last year. They basically got him for effectively nothing. Um uh, you know, I'm not I'm not sure that Houston would totally pass on that. Like I don't think they're going to jump on it right now. If you offered it right now, I doubt they'd pull the trigger, but that's a competitive offer in my opinion come the trade deadline uh potentially. And you know, that's that's the one that I have just like kind of zeroed in on as something that makes sense um so yeah i mean that's that's just one off the top of my head I, i'm not sure individually kemba like is there a team that
1: just wants him and um yeah i don't see like an actual team like wanting wanting him like i said unless it's like the lakers but like that would more than like you know, involve some sort of like buyout situation i guess from the next set yeah i mean I don't even know if the Lakers have the salary to even match. Yeah, the
0: the, the Lakers' situation is also pretty weird because they don't have a lot of salaries to throw in a deal. Um, and the Knicks are mm-hmm. obviously not... Like, last year, they were way under the cap, so they didn't need to salary match in trades. This year, that's not the case. Um, but, you know, just looking at their their contracts, um, you know, they got Kendrick Nunn, who's on $5 million this year, and he has a player option for $5.25 million next year. Uh, is that and like, you know... Malik Monk on a minimum, I think that just about gets you there. Um
1: Yeah, that like basically gets you there. But like, but, like still, you know it's yeah. just kind of And like, are they gonna do that? Do they want to do that even? Like do they really want um you know like do they do they want It's just like two guys who need to like prove themselves, basically. Yeah, I mean Right, like you don't and like they're like younger guys who are trying to figure out like what are their new roles going to be. Well maybe not Kendrick Dunn, but at least for Blake monk is like what is your role going to be in the nba moving forward at least for gordon there's at least kind of definitive like you can you can basically if you're to do a gordon trade you can swap you can basically move quickly to the starting lineup burks back to the bench then you can have like rose gordon filling quickly spot and then first on the bench which is a pretty solid like veteran lineup who can kind of do things so it would be interesting for Gordon like I, it, it's definitely a certain one I would only do it though if you actually start quickly like I wouldn't actually start Gordon <laughs> at the point that I, I feel like that just kind of like you're right like you were mentioned before it doesn't give a pathway for the younger players to like grow and succeed and that would be a perfect way for quickly to, uh, to like get his strengths